Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Egg Sunday Brunch Spectacular. This week, I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And we are going back in time to our own childhoods to revisit the memories that shaped us to be who we are. Ethan and I are in the same room, so... Yeah, we are, we are recording with separate microphones in the same room for the first time. It's very interesting. It's a whole new process for us. We're going to see how it works out, how it shakes up. We may even cut this little explanation of what's happening out of the whole show. So you might not even hear this. How do you feel about that? At me on Twitter. If you are listening, thank you for listening. Yeah. And if you're now listening, thank you for listening. So Ethan, I want to know, you you came to me with this idea, so I'm going to let you kick off the conversation. So it's just been something we've been asked before. It's kind of like, hey, can you tell some stories about what shaped you as a, as a person? Not as a person, but what shaped you as a group? Are there memories you guys have together? And, and that kind of thing. Several people have shot us out with this question before and also Red and Link did an ear biscuit about this that we both really liked so I think mm -hmm. it's a good thing for us to kind of tackle you know in our first couple episodes we talked about our future not our future our past together with movies and how we got started on that whole thing I think we'd lend a little bit of explanation to that story as well as the whole how we met thing to get us started so what was yeah I, I know the story of how we met and I've <laughs> yes, heard I'm it. not I'm not telling you the story <laughs> And I don't think, you know, I, I, it's not news to me, but do you want to tell the story of how we met or story, do you want me to tell it from my perspective? Uh, no, I mean, we can, we can tell the story. I mean, I, feel free to fill me in with anything else that happens Well, in case I miss something. But. So, yeah, you're going to get into this story and you're going to talk about how you got to this new school and you didn't know anybody. Yeah, I guess we do have a really different perspective on that. Correct. It's like I was going to a new school district and I was terrified. Like first day of sixth grade. You know what's worse than not knowing anybody is knowing everybody and being so unpopular that that doesn't help you at all <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was the thing is i never thought of you as being unpopular even though that you were just like here the kid making friends with the new weird kid in sixth grade but yeah, it nev was... never occurred to me that was that tyler was like oh wait i need to find some friends too yeah because we i had one friend in my grade i had a bunch of neighborhood friends who were all younger than me and one friend in our grade and uh he was an owl and we were hawks hawks eagles Eagles? No, it would have been Eagles. That was Hidden Valley Middle. That was their whole mascot. Yeah. I don't know. But there was we were divvied into like two groups, and he was not in our group. Yeah, he was in the other group of classes. Yeah. So our sixth grade, we had like two, there was like two science teachers, two history teachers, two math teachers, two English teachers, two everything. Right. And yeah, they were split in half. So Tyler and I had one half and this other friend of Tyler's that I'm about to introduce shortly had a different half. And I just remember it's like the last period of my first day. I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I didn't, I feel like I didn't make any necessarily real connections. And this kid comes and sits down next to me in, in Mrs. Sneed's science class. Now, hold on. There's an important detail here. This classroom was set up with the science tables. The science tables. Yeah. So it was two chairs per table. Right. And, and I was sitting in the classroom. There was one desk and I was was sitting in a desk that was next to the table Ethan was sitting at. Yeah, it was me and Alec Proctor. Yeah, and then there was like a desk that you could sit next at. Next to that, yeah, you were at the you were at the desk. It was the very back of the room. Yeah, the very back of the room, the, the last row. I'd sat in the last row of all my classes because I didn't know really what to do. Um, I, I would, The school I was in previous to this, it was like I was with the same like nine people from third to fifth grade. So there were just like a few of us. So I didn't really know what to do. I didn't really know how to make friends. It was like my friends were the people that I was forced upon. Right. For better or worse. I mean, it, none of those relationships really lasted past elementary school. We all kind of went to separate schools, went our separate ways just based on the way the program worked but first day of sixth grade i sit down in miss sneed's science class at this table with this kid i don't really know and this other kid i don't know next to me and the other kid i don't know next to me at this weird desk thing just kind of leans over and goes hey man you want to see me sketch some cheetahs and boy did i sketch some cheetahs and i'm like what 
Is this peer pressure? I was like, I remember this. I had figured out how to, in a previous class, how to do like the muscle on the leg of like a dog or a cat when you're drawing. Obviously, I'm no excellent artist or anything. Or maybe that's not obvious. I'm not an excellent artist to this day. Uh, but I figured out if you drew like a little circle around where the back legs were, it looked like their muscles. And I thought that was very cool. And I always liked cheetahs, so I was drawing cheetahs on the top of my syllabus. And, uh... It's in the syllabus. Yeah, and then Ethan can give me credit. The one that I drew while he was watching... It was, was a pretty freaking impressive cheetah. I'm not pretty lie. good. I was like, man, I gotta make this kid my friend. He's an artist. He can draw big cats. Like, <laughs> this is the guy I need to know. <coughs> and it turns out, I mean, I was right. That was, it was, you know, he was just kind of like, I'm Tyler. We're best buds now. What's up? We're I'm pals. Introduce you to my own friend. My other friend. The this next is day in Chris. band. Yes, he plays clarinet. Yeah, he plays clarinet. He's cool. Tyler and I both played trumpet. That was something we bonded over. Oh, man, I did not realize that you played trumpet. I mean, I knew that, but like. Yeah, sixth through like ninth grade, I played trumpet there is a memory so somebody asked us when we talked about uh we, we posted on a discord server to ask us questions and we did in facebook as well and, and everywhere and one of the questions we got was uh what is a memory from childhood that you aren't really sure if it actually happened or not do you remember in band class we were sitting next to each other and there was a fundraiser and the fundraiser finished and the team of students that sold the most got to go in a limo to the japanese steakhouse oh i remember this yeah and we thought we were on that team. And we thought we were on that team. So they announced that the team won because Aaron Fothergill sold $400 worth of whatever the thing it was. Was peanuts. Her, it was peanuts. Virginia Cause Diner her, peanuts. Because her dad brought it to work. And we thought it was A through F was the alphabet. Yeah, so he's C and I'm E. And we're like, uh, yeah, what's So up? we stood up and like cheered. God, man, this was an embarrassing memory that I had just let go. And then and we were like the only ones that did this, obviously, because everybody else was like, oh man, my team didn't win. And then we weren't on that team. It was A through E. Yeah, it was so awkward. God, I had forgotten about that until you said this right now. And you started talking about fundraisers. I was like, oh God. I remember because we were standing next to each other and we were in like the middle of the classroom and we stood up and like, I remember this like painful silence where even the teacher was looking at us like, why did you just cheer? Yeah, Mrs. Sarver. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. God, I had repressed that one. I should have. That was definitely because I have a lot, like I, I remember things very well. So it's like, I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night like, man, I said that really awkward thing in second grade. Jesus Christ. It's super awkward. It happens to me all the time. This was one I had just kind of let go of because that was definitely one of the moments where I was like, man, I'm in, it was sixth or seventh grade. Well, I thought that might've been a nightmare. So the fact that you told me that that really happened. That definitely really happened. Uh. There's definitely stuff that like, it may not have been school stuff, but there's like, you know, we would go to sleepovers to the houses and I'm just kind of, there are memories that I'm not sure actually happened. Were you there? You might've been, this might've been before your time. Were you at Chris's birthday party when we tribaled up with glow sticks? No, I was not. That was uh, at least fifth grader before because y'all told those stories and i was like man that sounded like the thing i wanted to be a part of yeah yeah, yeah that you was that was been. not something i like were you there for ladder boy i ooh ladder boy that's something i haven't thought of because there was this weird period of time where like you weren't allowed to do things with us because you kept getting in trouble yes I think that was during that time where it's like, or for whatever reason, you weren't there. But there's definitely things from like middle, especially middle school, where I'm like, did that happen? I remember the videos for Ladder Boy. Oh, I wish they were still there, man. The, like the immense FOMO of our friend Devin. So Ladder Boy was this like, like before YouTube was big, there was like very few people who were putting videos up on YouTube. One of them was our buddy Devin Wells, who knew about YouTube because it's where he watched Naruto videos. I'm sure, yeah, something along those no, lines. No, it's absolutely what it was, because I remember him going, like, because, you know, we did everything on Newgrounds at that point. We watched, like, right. Microsoft Flash videos. Yeah, super Flash. And so I remember when Devin showed me YouTube, I was like, YouTube, that's a weird name. Yeah. 
and this is this was right at the beginning is like the only things on youtube were like the very early stuff and then like people using it as just a hosting site the evolution of dance that was there yeah yeah and and we made well, i wasn't part of it but they made they like duct taped a ladder to the back of Devin and like and we made like a like a like a skit like a skit with like a narrative yeah we wrote a script yeah I edited it, like, the whole thing until, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm sure. And uploaded it to YouTube on, I think it was actually Evan's account that we did it, but it's not, no longer exists. Ladder Boy is not findable. Have you Googled it? Oh, yeah. I've tried to find it. I've been like, oh, man, that was, that would, because that would go over well with the listeners. It's like, hey, this is, there was this thing I was a part of. You were at Mike's house the time that we destroyed the GameCube, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about that one. Why not? Because of the things that we did to that GameCube. We hit it with a katana. We peed on it. Yeah, that was what I was avoiding getting at, was the fact that we all just took turns and peed all over this GameCube. We, like, hit it with a pick, we broke a pickaxe. Yeah, we pulled the head off a pickaxe, stick it in the GameCube. Oh, we should probably have some sort of structure with these stories, though. So we, okay. we talked about how we met. Um, speaking of our childhood, well, this is a movie lovers podcast. What movie do you feel played a significant role in your childhood? Whether it shaped you in some way or changed your outlook on something. I think I'm going to shift this question, Ethan. I remember being a child and thinking that lessons learned from books and movies, and I hear this from kids all the time, lessons learned from books and movies weren't valuable because they were because they're fictional they're somehow less valuable right when really books and movies are designed specifically to teach some sort of lesson right and i remember like not grasping that concept like i was a pretty significant age when i would say that i would like identify with a line of dialogue from a movie as a good piece of advice what do you mean significant age like i would probably in my 20s gotcha yeah i mean i definitely remember being the kid that was afraid to like take wisdom away from the books we read in class. Yes, for sure. Where we would read these like great American novels and I was like, ah, Mark Twain's got nothing to tell me. Yeah, he's he's not going to teach me anything. What does this old fogey know about being a kid? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it turns out Tom Sawyer, pretty good book. Huck Finn, classic. Yeah, pretty much the same book. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, as far as our collective childhood, I don't think we can under- underestimate the importance of Transformers. Transformers was the movie that I think At, set us off in a... It really started this whole thing. How we haven't reviewed Transformers 1 yet, I'm not sure. I think that's going to be our first movie of year two. I just, I just thought, thought that as well. well. Yeah, that'll be that'll be how we come... Or possibly, I'm actually our very... last, possibly our last movie of year one. Depends on how this... Uh, how the timing works yeah, out. Yeah, timing works out, because we got something planned. We do. I'm actually very interested to see Transformers 1. I'm curious if it's any... I don't think I've seen it since we saw it in theaters four times. I thought we saw it like seven. It was a bunch. I don't know how many it was. I remember we also went to Stephen Barry's and we bought one Transformers t-shirt and took two. Yes. Yes, we did do that. It's Stephen Barry's. Um, that basically sold like gimmicky t-shirts and Stefan Marbury's basketball shoes. That was it. Uh, it was a store in Tanglewood Mall in Roanoke, which is like a ghost town mall now. And it kind of was back then too. It was like there were only a few stores. But our general Friday night, uh, pretty much... Friday nights when we didn't have anything else to do, we would go over there and just like hang out for a few hours until the mall closed. Like we'd go to the guitar store and badly play the guitars because uh, I'd started playing guitar at this point, And I think Tyler did a couple years later, maybe a year later. I'm not sure. Um, I think I got my guitar in eighth grade. I got mine in seventh grade. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, because I started playing guitar actually because uh, in jazz band, Tom Hudson played guitar. Tom Hudson was a cool dude. And he had this like black on black with like a mirror pit guard squire stratocaster 
and I thought he was the coolest dude that ever existed. And I was like, mom, I want to play guitar. On the flip side of that, Tom Hudson now does like hawk training. Yeah, Tom Hudson's still a really cool dude. Still a very cool... Tom, if you're out there, you're a cool dude. <laughs> he was, I think, our class president or homecoming king. No, he was our class president. Class president, yeah. He organizes uh, yeah. the reunion. Still a really cool dude. Um, to this day, I have a thing on my, my keychain when I carry my full keychain around. It's a little key he gave me in our chemistry class. I'll get to that later because that's a, that's a good story. From, I'm sure we'll talk about Ms. Taylor here in a minute and that whole cluster F that was. Anyway, so we went to the mall, we badly played guitar and... Like eat at Chick Fil A and go. Wait to a minute, I don't remember going to the mall. I do remember it now, but I forgot about going to the mall and playing guitar in the guitar store. Hayden Music. Hayden Music, and we would go and we would sit down. And they had that they didn't sell any good guitars. They were mostly like a piano store. And they sold like the gimmicky guitars that looked like Hello Kitty right. or like they a sold heart like star shaped like... guitars and Hello Kitty guitars. And then like they had some decent ones maybe from brands I didn't really know until later on. Yeah, uh, it's like they didn't sell Fender guitars or anything. Right, they didn't sell like Fender and Gibson at Epiphone. They sold like like Godin. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, which are some decent guitars, it's just not ones I knew. Um, so we go play these these awful guitars at Hayden Music at the mall and and just like drive the people crazy. Yeah, because I mean they knew us and they knew we were never gonna buy anything, but we would buy like picks, guitar picks and. Stuff like that, stuff I needed anyway, because I learned to play guitar. You know, I was taking right. lessons twice a week. Um, but yeah, we'd go to Chick Fil A. We would like mess around in the uh, what was the game store? What was it called? Extremes. Extremes. Yeah, it was like a like a, they ran like tabletop games out of the back, and we were like, oh, we're never gonna do that stuff. Never gonna be those nerds. Never gonna be those nerds. That being said, if anybody wants to play table tabletop games, I would like to play tabletop. Yeah, games. what's up? <laughs> Um, and then we needed Chick-fil-A because it was the only restaurant in the, there was no food court. There was just Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There was like a Chick-fil-A upstairs. There was also a K&W cafeteria that we've still never been to. I've been there once. I've never been there. I've been there once. Um, there was JC Penney's. Ty would always call it Jack Penny. Jack Penny. Let's go to Jack Penny's. <laughs> um, and so we just hang, we would bum around this mall and then go buy like kitschy t-shirts from Stephen Barry's for like $7. And then behind we, the mall is a movie. Th- and then behind the mall is a movie theater. We'd walk over to the movie theater. It used to be pink. It's now yellow. And it was a Carmike. It's now It's AMC. now an AMC. It's always sticky. The seats are really uncomfortable. They don't recline at all. Like not even move back a little bit. Uh, I remember we saw a couple movies where speakers would just like explode. Yeah. Midway through. I believe Transformers is actually one of them. I'm sure it was. But anyway, so Transformers came out and it was like the <laughs> biggest thing ever. It's like I had had Transformers. Kids when I toys when I was a kid, uh, just because that's kind of what was like a they were like a thing that you got when you were a kid when we were kids. Yeah, I don't think I even knew who the character. I didn't either. I just had a bunch of them. I knew the name Optimus Prime. Well, there was a cartoon. Yeah, that I would get up and watch, and it didn't have it had some of the characters, but not all the characters from the movie. Um, like I had had Megatron and and Optimus Prime and Starscream. And I had all of those, man. I still have them somewhere. I'm sure. Um, I do not. I definitely do. I'd love to get my hands on those. Figure out where my Transformers are because I had like an Optimus Prime. I remember that was one I got for Christmas because it was like big. It was a truck and a trailer. Right. Like so, they were all more expensive, and I had some of the little ones, some of the bigger ones, and then this Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf. You know, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf came out. Yeah. And Tyler and I were like, yo, we're going to go see Transformers. It's going to be awesome. I had to call Ty at his house because he wasn't allowed to use his cell phone. Yeah. Because you sent like 20,000 text messages when you're supposed to send 500. I mean, what a ridiculous thing to cap. I I 100% agree. It's like back then you could call and text anybody on a Verizon number at night, like after 9 p.m. or on the weekends unlimitedly. And the rest of the time you're on monitored. Yeah. Um, And whoever you were talking to at the time... Did not have Verizon. Uh, I don't. I think I was talking to you. 
No, 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 no. I had Verizon. In middle school? Did I? Yeah, because we, we had the same phone. Remember? We had that, that uh, LG flip phone with the with the really pointy antenna. Yes, I do remember that. We had the same that. phone because I got a phone in sixth grade. I had a Nokia brick phone. Yeah, I remember that. Because um, my parents, cause we, we went on these field trips and stuff, did like a band trip. Um, I had this phone in sixth grade and it was like a Nokia brick phone. And then because it was on singular wireless and then singular went out of business and got merged into AT&T. And so my parents were like, well, we already have Verizon. So we're just going to switch everything to Verizon. Right. Because we had Verizon for the home phone. Um, Do you still have a home phone? Uh, no. That number's been transferred onto a cell phone. Really? Yeah. When my dad got his cell phone, it just we just used that number. Wild. Yeah. So, like, that number is still callable. Um, but, yeah, so I, I had to call Ty on, on his house phone. And then here's how it go. Me, you know, 1 p.m. on a Saturday. Ring, ring, ring. Call Tyler's phone. Tyler's dad pick up the phone. Hey, Mr. Carlin, it's Ethan. Just wanted to see if Tyler would be available to go to the movies, do something like that tonight. Hang on, let me check and see if he's awake. <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> exactly no, I don't think so. Happened. Call back in like an hour. Yeah. So I'd call back in an hour, two o'clock. Same deal. Still not awake. I don't know why I was so tired. Call back third time. Oh, because we stayed up till 6 a.m. every day playing Halo. Like Halo. That was that was literally when did Halo come out? It's 2007. Halo 3. Like all of 2007. That's what we did. Halo 3 might be the greatest game of all time. I'll get to Halo 3 in a minute because I have a great memory of Halo 3. <laughs> a great memory of Halo 3. But uh, yeah, so I think Tyler's, I know what it is. I think but... you do too. <laughs> Tyler's dad would call upstairs again. Finally, Ty would be awake and then I'd wait like 30 minutes. He'd call, take a shower and call me back. And so we'd go to the mall. The mall closed at like 7 o'clock or something like that. This is before the other mall implemented the, uh, like, curfew. Right, but we couldn't go to the movies if we went to the other mall. Right, right because you had to cross the you track. You had to cross the street, and our parents didn't like that. <laughs> so this was in the same parking lot, so, and it was also a lot closer to home. So, yeah. like, my mom would pick me, or we'd get in the car, we'd go pick Tyler up, and, and she would drop us off at the mall, and we would just go kick rocks around the mall for three hours. And be like, what's playing on the movies? And we would text Movie Phone. Yes! Movie Phone would send us back, uh... It could, like, cost, like, $3 a text, didn't it? No. The Cha-Cha cost money. Cha-Cha cost money. Cha-Cha was, like, the Ask Jeeves of texting. Yeah. Text Cha-Cha. That'll answer money. your question. It'll be fun. I don't think it costs money. Um, but, yeah, we, they would send us the movie times. We'd just be like, okay. But this day, we knew we were going to see Transformers, man. So, we're like, we went into Stephen Barry's and got this Transformers t-shirt and just, like, snuck the other one out. I don't even know if we did that on purpose. I think we grabbed two of them and we're like, we're going to be Transformers fans now. Like, that's going to be the yeah, thing. Yeah, that was our thing. So we bought these Transformers t-shirts, wore these Transformers t-shirts to go to, like, the opening night of Transformers. It was probably the next day. It was. It was the Friday. Yeah. Opening day. That was before, like, midnight previews. That was that was during midnight releases. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because I went and saw, like, The Prestige at midnight, and that was about no, the same didn't. time. Yeah. yeah, I did. I don't think so. I went so. with the cross-country team. That seems really early. When was the prestige? 2006? Uh, 2007, I thought. 2006. Uh, that would have been right. That would have been eighth grade. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we did not. Um, we did not go see Transformers at a midnight release. The first midnight release I think I went to was Inception. Dang, that was late. Or maybe. No, you must have seen like Avatar at midnight. Avatar was. Or Harry Potter or something. No, we never went to Harry Potter. I didn't go to the last two Harry Potters in the movie theaters. What's the Harry Potter movie that ends with the music video of Voldemort? Five. I saw that at midnight. Did you? And you did. Might have. I don't know. I don't remember seeing movies as early as Transformers at midnight. I also was not allowed to go to the last two Harry Potter movies. Wait, why? Uh, because y'all went as dates. Nice. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is a couple's thing. You're not invited. I mean, sorry. That's kind of, if you want to ask where my, like, 
whole thing about going to the movies isn't a group activity came from, that's where. 2011? Because y'all, y'all taught me that, like, oh, well, if I don't have a girlfriend, I can't go to the movies. Well, that's not true anymore. No, that I might have been that. true for I know, and senior I, and high I went, school me. I went and saw Avatar by myself for, like, the fifth time in theaters, <laughs> and you were just like, wow, you're such a loser. I go to the movies by myself all the time. Or I would, like, go to the movies with my parents, and you'd be like, wow, you go to the movies with your mom and dad? What a loser. I would go see a movie with my parents. Movie with my parents sounds like so much fun. I'm not not, like mad about this. This is like 10th grade. Right. It's kind of stuff. Yeah, so we went to see Transformers Friday afternoon or whatever. And it was just, it was a a transformative experience. It was. It it took me from like, you go to the movies to see movies to like, you go to the movies to have this experience. Right. And then we would leave the movie theater and walk over to Barnes & Noble. We would. We would stay at that Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble was open until 11. Yep. Which may as well have been the next day. Like, the fact that we could stay out that late at Barnes & Noble, it was like, man. Alright, so we went to Barnes & Noble after Transformers and just talked about Transformers. And, like, how cool it was. How cool Shia LaBeouf was. It was like, man, he wasn't at all like even Stevens. This movie was amazing. Yeah, this was not Holes. This was not Holes. That's exactly right. This had right. Megan, Megan Fox. Transformative experience for 14-year-old me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seeing Megan Fox in a movie. Opening up the hood of a Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They knew their target audience on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was great. And so that's kind of where this whole thing with the movie podcast came from is like we started having those conversations really early on about movies. Uh, Well, not really early on. I mean, we were like five, but it's been a good while since before we started this. Right. Uh, What? That was, was that right? Yeah, it's 2007. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007. That's a pretty firm because it was like summer. It's June of 2007. Summer before high school. Yeah. Um. So because yeah, we we just because that was the summer. I don't think you really went anywhere because you would always disappear for like half the summer. Well, I would go to the beach and I'd go to Vermont. Right. Uh, again, not mad. It's just like oh well, from the whole month of July onward, Ty's gone like every summer. Right. And that was the summer you guys didn't particularly go anywhere for whatever reason. Because like I remember that summer. Man, Transformers. What a classic film. 2007. 2007. Also the year Halo Three came out. Oh, what a year. Yeah, I remember because I went to see because breaking benjamin did that song for halo 2 right yeah and so i went to see breaking benjamin in at the roanoke civic center the night the halo 3 came out i remember that and my mom actually went while i was uh gone at the theater and picked up my pre-order of halo 3 because she how does that because they let did me, you say thank you for that yeah absolutely, absolutely. would you i mean they let what? me get the master chief edition that had the like the helmet right i still have that helmet somewhere somewhere i've like, seen those helmets around but i was like yeah chris and i both had them uh but i was like man they're gonna play blow me away the song from halo 2 because the game comes out tonight they did not they probably didn't have any idea that halo 3 came out that night they probably didn't care yeah, yeah. they also probably had a set list written oh definitely months I didn't understand how before that yeah, they only know those songs Right, like they don't care about the rest of their music they know the songs that they're supposed to play. they know all of diary of jane or phobia the album right, right. and that's it that's all that matters. Right. And that was a sick concert, man. They, uh, I didn't, Breaking Benjamin didn't even headline. No, it was Fall Out Boy, right? No, it was Three Days Grace. What a weird show. Fall Out Boy was that November. I didn't get to go to that either. You didn't get to go to that either. I went to Three Doors Down. That was like, that was 11th grade. It was Latin 2. I know that. Yeah, it was 11th grade because somebody couldn't go with us because they had AP exams the next day. What a wild day. But yeah, so Halo 3 came out. And I do want to tell a story about Halo 3. Do you know which one I'm going to talk about? I think I do, yeah. Well, what do you think I'm going to talk about? I think I'm going to talk about the time that we were playing four-player co-op on Halo 3. Legendary. Legendary. And I went mode. To, I went to bed. You went to bed on the last level. <laughs> My parents were like, it's bedtime, period. So I took the controller with me to bed, and I, I took the headset, 
And I remember you and Devin guiding me and being like, okay, Tyler, just go to the left because we needed stand still. We, Tyler actually ended up being very useful because if you have one person that's not getting shot, all of your players will respawn back at that point. Right. And so he was actually very useful because we kept dying. It was me, Devin, and someone else. It must have been Chris. It must have been Chris. No, there's no way. It couldn't have been Chris. Chris wouldn't stay up that late. Maybe Mike or Evan. Yeah, Mike or Evan, one of them. Because if it was if if you were in bed, Chris was in bed. Yeah. If you were in bed, Chris had gone to bed three hours ago. Yeah. Chris probably Chris was parented. Probably the point that we started playing that co-op campaign was when Chris went to bed. <laughs> because we were probably playing multiplayer before. Doing some yeah. Because we were probably like, like, it'd be like you can't do compound forty two B because Chris is in bed. Right. We would do Compound 42B with zombies, and it would be like you and me, Devin and Evan, Mike, David Kegley, like Mikey Conley, Michael Payone. Oh, what a group. I remember those guys were all much better than us at Halo. Yeah, David Kegley was like pro for a while. But yeah, so we started playing this co-op campaign, and we had to like guide Tyler through the level, which is full of cliffs. That he could walk off of. I was like, Ty, to your left. No, you're no, you're other left. No, no, no. Don't walk like that. That's bad. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. I remember this. That was hysterical, man. So, like, that's still one of my my favorite video game related memories. I just like our youth. Video games are great. I, I I didn't play them for a long time, and then I I revisited them recently, and I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So we did middle school together. We did high school together. I remember the day that uh that that I got my license. We got, like, run off of the mall. Why? Uh, Because we were just parked behind, like, we parked right behind Barnes & Noble, like, not over toward the movie theater. You Uh had your dad's Audi, and I had the Blazer. And we were just standing outside talking. I remember this. Because I I had just gotten back from summer camp. Because I got my license, like, June, like, 20th or whatever. Yes. Um, Yeah, like, June, no, it was June 29th. It was June 29th. Because it was, like, nine days after my, my... Because I went, like, nine days after I was able, because my birthday is the 18th, so it would have been, like, November 18th that I got my right. owners or whatever. I did all that, and, um, yeah, I got my license. You had to be 16 in three months. Um, so I got my license, but I was still at summer camp for, like, another three weeks after that. So it was, like, the day I could first use my license, I called up Tyler, and I was like, hey, man, I could drive. And you're like, I know. I could also drive. Because you got your license, like, a week before then. No, I got my license in May. I remember that. Did you? Did you? Or... You got your license late. You, you, I'm pretty sure it was, like, right before... Right before me or right after me, but right before me. I took driver's ed the first week of summer and I took a nine day course. And then I did my behind the wheel and got my license as soon as I possibly So it would have been the end of June. Yeah. Because yeah, you did do it over the summer. Yeah. So we didn't get out till like the middle of June. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you'd had your license. You'd been able to drive for a couple weeks. I was like, yo, I can drive now. So you, you brought your dad's Audi and I brought my blazer and we just parked behind the Barnes and Noble and the cops were just like, obviously these kids were over here doing drugs. I mean, that's exactly what it looked like. It, it absolutely did, but I didn't know. I pulled up in a car I had absolutely no business, no business driving. driving. Yeah, like and you pulled up in a car of somebody that definitely sold drugs. Yeah. And like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I still miss that car, man. Oh, yeah. I have a big old truck now. and I... The Blazer was awesome, man. You, yeah. That thing had the most ridiculous engine in it. You would, you'd hit that... Oh, I'll, tell, I'll tell that in a second because <laughs> there's a story there, too. Um, yeah. You're talking about when we drag race? Yeah, when we drag race in the school parking lot? Yeah, I remember. So I want to tell this story because I feel like I feel like I haven't said much. So after I got my license, I remember I drove my parents' cars for a little while. Like I drove my mom's van, I drove my dad's Audi, and then I went to Vermont. And while I was in Vermont, they prepared a car for me to buy because that was right when Obama got elected, and he did the Cash for Clunkers program. So we traded in the Isuzu Trooper that I had because it was a manual and because it got like eight miles to the gallon, and we got forty five hundred dollars for it to use as a down payment for a Honda Fit. 
Yeah, you traded in the end zone, man. What do you mean? That was backyard football. We played from the tree to the trooper. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just parked in your backyard. It was just parked in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That was backyard and... football, man. We used to just go out in your backyard and beat the ever-loving <laughs> out of each other. Yeah, it was awesome. We played, like, full tackle, like, seventh grade. Yeah, and we were no business doing that either because we were just going to get hurt. No pads or anything. No, yeah, nothing. And uh, Chris Millahan slamming full force into you. Yeah, he was a muscly kid. He was. He was always fast, like in a straight line sprint. Yeah. yeah. He was never going to be a distance runner, but he was like a decent sprinter. So I end up with this Honda Fit, and it's brand new. Like, I pulled it out of the parking lot, and it had less than 40 miles on it. And I'm like, this is the greatest car that's ever been built. And it was. Let me be clear. The 2009 Honda Fit. That car served us very well. Was the greatest car ever built. That car served us very well. But I thought I still have a Honda Jazz logo that I never gave you. That I bought for you and never managed to give to you. Oh, I always wanted one. Overseas, they called it the Honda Jazz. Yeah, I had one imported. And I was super into jazz Freshman year, I had one imported. Freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we just never hung out. So I call Ethan after I get this car. And he's got, you know, this like, what is it? Like a 96 Trailblazer? 96 Chevy Blazers before the Trailblazer. Yeah, it was a 96 Chevy Blazer with like a big block V8. It was a V6. Whatever. It was a 3.8 liter V6, which is enormous for a V6. It's a huge, yeah, that's a huge V6. And it was... Rear wheel drive. It's like, it was, it was, a, it was like a muscle car with like a hatch. Yeah. And I showed up in my 118 horsepower Honda Fit under the impression that my car was just going to be faster because it was 13 years newer. Right. So we did a drag race in the school park. And Ethan destroyed me. Granted... And, like, for many years after, I was extremely self-conscious about how slow my car was after that. But I also remember thinking, well, I didn't put my foot to the pedal to the metal because, you know, it's a new car. I didn't want to mess it up. And, like, I would make excuses for why I lost that drag race for in my mind for, like, years. I don't know if I ever told you. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, you, uh, lost, you lost that drag race because you just got outpowered. Yeah. yeah I, mean, my I also car was had a hard slow. time stopping after that and almost just careened straight into the bus lot. Yeah. yeah so that, yeah, the parking lot was set up in such a way that like, it was a long straightaway and then there was like a gate and then a ton and, of I mean, buses. The, the, the Cave Spring High School parking lot was about the only place that you could do this yeah. in the in valley the because like, we don't have straight roads here. I mean, it probably wasn't the safest place. No, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't a long enough straightaway. It also like very easily could have been the end of you and I driving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We could have gotten in so much trouble. Yeah. Because it was a school parking lot. Yeah. No, but people would go up on top of the mountain to race. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't do that. That's the way you die. But Are you kidding? That's where you survive, man. Racing up on top of Ben Mountain? I actually do remember we would race all the time from uh, like our side of town to the mall. And I remember one time you passed me on the interstate and then I passed you at a light. And I was like, because I passed you at the light, like off the exit. Yeah. And obviously that doesn't count, but... (laughs) But I remember feeling feeling very feeling very victorious in that moment. Oh man, I the the fact that I didn't die in that blazer is a miracle. Cause I just we would just push that thing to the extent of its like, wow, is this gonna tip over? Probably. It might. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I just I, n- I never forget the time, and you weren't there for that. I still don't remember why you weren't there. For Ladder Boy? No, not for Ladder Boy. For the time for the time that we went sledding in the abandoned subdivision across the street from your house. Oh, I remember this happening. I still don't know why you weren't there, because I went and picked up your girlfriend yeah. Yeah, from you, her neighborhood. And Chris was there. Chris was there. And there was no reason why I wouldn't have been there. I think my girlfriend and I were in a fight at the time. I would not have picked her over you. I don't know, man. You went to church with her. You didn't go to church with me. I didn't. I was... My heathen self. Well, not at that point. 
No? no was that were, after? You were, you were Mr. Born Again Christian by then. Yes, right. That was 11th that was grade. Like... That was Snowpocalypse. That was the time we didn't have school. We did. We went to a half day of school in two weeks. It was awesome. Yeah, it was like they finally got the snow gone. We did a half day, like the second half of the day. And then like we did a two-hour delay or whatever. Went to school Friday afternoon. And then Monday, more snow. Yeah. So toward the end of the day, I still don't know why you weren't there. Because, yeah, no, there's no way I would have been like, oh, well, Ty can't come because Melissa's coming. Chris wouldn't have done that either. Now, Chris definitely wouldn't have done that. I don't think he cared. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm guessing you just weren't allowed out. No, I think I remember this. I remember having FOMO about this whole thing happening and being like, I remember feeling slighted. Like, why didn't anyone invite me to this? There's no way we didn't invite you is the thing. I don't know. I have no idea why you're in my memories. I have to like consciously remember that you're not there. This is one of those nights where I just like, I look back on it. I'm like, did that happen? I know it happened because I wasn't because it definitely just seems like one of those like, wow, you pulled this out of like a, like a teen novel. Do you remember? I don't know if it was your first beer, but do you remember my first beer? What was your first beer? This is my first conscious memory of drinking a beer. This is in maybe, maybe like the first time we visited home after college, maybe. No, the we first to, time we drank was Mike's house. The four, you're talking about the when four we drank Locos? Like, yeah, we drank like Four Locos like on Walmart accident. Walmart brand Four Locos that we drank on accident thinking they were energy drinks? Because <laughs> <coughs> his dad just stocked them in the fridge? Yeah, in the, in the, in the like man, man fridge in the garage? No, so this is my memory. Do you remember? We go to Devin's house and he'd moved into oh, the garage. Dude, yeah, we, to his birthday party. It was his birthday party. Like, it was right after freshman year. No, I don't know. If, I think it was before college. It was right before college, yeah. And Devin had moved into his garage, and which was really cool. They like the way that his house worked. I always remember thinking, yeah, he was had a garage cool. room, which was sweet. That's where the yeah. band used to practice before that. Yeah, I played drums on on a box, and then I played drums like, with drums. Yeah, good time. Yeah, in IR Jump. IR That's Jump? That's what the name ended up being. Oh, no, when I was there, it was 13 Echoes. Yeah, that was definitely a thing, but then it turns out that was actually a band. Really? Yeah, so we were like, it was some band from like Australia or whatever. We were like, oh, we're going to get sued. We weren't. We weren't. We never released a song or recorded a song. We did a mean, me, Devin, and Evan did a mean cover of 99 Red Balloons covered by Goldfinger. I mean, was it really that good or like, no, is it, it just terrible. remember? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't know how to play drums. I still really don't. Um... But I remember we went there, and Devin, he always did this thing where he would be friends with somebody who was much older than us. And he would look up to him like he was the coolest person in the world, and we would not look up to this person. Yeah, yeah. and like you were there, and whoever it was that he was friends with was there. And that dude was like... That dude brought Killian's Irish Red. And he was like, this is the beer that people drink, man. Right, and I had one, and you had one. And I was like, this is not the beer that people drink. There was, There's no, no that was, way. That was not my <laughs> first drink. Um, I, I had been relatively intoxicated, at least for a 15-year-old, one time before that. I mean, I remember accidentally drinking a sip of my cousin's, like, Captain and Coke one time. Oh, no. There was one time at summer camp when I had five Mike's Hard Lemonades. Five Mike's Hard. Yeah, I vomited a lot. I probably would vomit a lot after five Mike's Hard. That's a ton of shit. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was 15 or 16. We were really cool kids, man. I mean, I... I'd never even gone near alcohol until this party at Devin's house. I had, but I was also like the youngest person in that group of people that did that by far. Yeah. So like everybody else was like 17, 18, 19, and I was like 15. Right. But anyway, yeah, Devin's, Devin's party. We had Killian's Irish Red, and I still remember that being the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Do you remember the time we uh, ruined a bunch of Devin's VHS tapes and wrapped Philip in a... <laughs> I do. These are memories that I'm never sure happened or not. Because to a pole? These sleepovers at Devin's house just got, and Evan's house, just got so weird. They got wild. Evan's house, I only went to, I think, once. And we played Spore until like four in the morning. And then everybody passed out. I do remember that. That was I, I remember Spore being like the greatest video game ever. 
I remember yeah, playing that game and being like, wow, this is going to change the world. But I've never played it. Never. Never I didn't even it. get to play it that night. I just watched people play it. And I was in love. We used to do that a lot at Evan's house where we would go over there and like, I don't know why you were never there, but we would go over there and like, we would play video games as like a group. Like I remember we were way too young for it, but Evan or Devin, one of them got Bioshock one, like the first one. Yep. So we're like, this is a scary game. Let's turn off all the lights and play it in the dark. And it like, it was terrifying. And we would just like, anytime somebody jumped, we had to pass the sticks. Which means pass the controller off. Yeah, you gotta pass sticks. You gotta pass sticks. There was always a rule like that when when you were playing a single player video game with multiple people. Same with like Grand Theft Auto. It's like you die, you gotta pass sticks. Everyone knows this. It's the rules. But yeah, um, yeah, there were Killian's Irish Red at Devin's house, and I still to this day I don't think I've ever had another Killian's Irish Red. No, but now I kind of want to go buy one. I don't think they're good. I love an Irish Red, but I feel like those aren't good. I don't know. We can. There's a there's a way to find out. We might have to do that. I don't know. Do you have to go to like the grocery store, like the actual grocery Probably. store? Probably. You might be able to get them at Seven Eleven. I have no idea. I don't really want to do that right now. <laughs> we'll do it on like IGTV. Yeah. yeah. Trying Killian's Red for the first time in ten years. Oh, I'm I'm remembering so many things I thought were honestly gone. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to college yet. Are we gonna talk about college? I thought that'd be a whole nother day. Is that a whole nother day? But let, let's talk real quick about college admissions. College admissions. Before we go to college. So we do a different college episode, but this was the weirdest thing you, here. You, yeah. You talk cause you haven't talked. Yeah. So, so applying to colleges, I remember me and my group of friends and I, I have this conversation a lot with high schoolers. I remember me and my friends, like I made a conscious effort not to go to a school just because my friends were going there. Even if it was a good school, like I was more interested in finding something different that was uniquely me than I was like going to college with my friends, even if it was a good school. Yeah, yeah. The, the big example was Virginia yeah, Tech. So was like, a- all of our friends were going to Tech. I had done, like, I was going for music. So I had done their like honor music program. I knew the marching band director by name. I knew the director of bands by name. Like we were on a first name basis. I'm still friends with the guy who was at that time, the director of the marching band or director of the wind ensemble. Travis and he's Cross. now at UCLA, Travis Cross. And like, I would not apply to Virginia Tech's music department because that's where everybody was going. And I just, I wasn't going to do I it. I applied to Virginia Tech early admission to the engineering program, like with Chris and just turned it down. Did you get in? Yeah, I got in. Oh. We got our letters the same day, but he was just like, I got my letter. I'm going to Virginia Tech. This is the only thing I've ever wanted in my whole life. And that was true. For a lot of people, Virginia Tech was the end all be all of school. And it's not a bad school at all. That's a perfectly good it school is. to go I, to. I went to Virginia Tech and had... A really bad tour. What I've learned about college tours from... Well, I had, a great, I I had a, a great tour at every other school I went to. I had an excellent tour at the school I went to. And then I dated a tour guide while I was a student at Christopher Newport. And I learned from that that at every school, the tour is full of crap. But this girl was especially bad at being a tour guide. It's like everything she would say. She was like, I think this is a freshman dorm, but I don't really know because I'm a comm major. <laughs> that was her literally everything she said she's like this i think is one of the engineering buildings but i don't really know because i'm a comm major she's like over there's lane stadium i guess but i don't really know because i'm a comm major so this was your virginia tech tour you're not just tech crapping tech. on my college girlfriend right no 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 this is my virginia tech tour. <laughs> the cnu tour is awesome yeah. you kidding yeah, me I... cnu knows how to sell itself man oh. everything oh, they yeah. sell is a lie but you know how to sell themselves that's not a lie it's just there was a few things that were a little... Uh... And pretty much everything they talk about in the tour. Uh, nobody ever wants to leave. It's not a weekend campus. There's so much stuff to do on campus. And like, man, the Student Activities Board, CAB, like, they just have cool stuff every single day. Like, to be fair... Nobody leaves on the weekends. They definitely don't all go to JMU every single weekend. To be fair, when we were freshmen and sophomores, CAB put on some sweet events. They did. 
and then they died. Same and with Blue they, Crew. Everything that was great crew. about the and the reason I came to see you like left. Died. Yeah. We'll get to college later because I, I I didn't enjoy my first semester in college very much, and honestly, almost left. I I did also, but for probably different reasons. But so um, anyway, so what I was talking about here is in our group of people, a lot of them went to Virginia Tech, and they were all really excited about going to Virginia Tech, and they were really kind of rude about people that didn't want to go to Virginia Tech. Two of our friends went to Wheaton, which is... No, not Wheaton. Oberlin. Oberlin. Wheaton is totally different. Those are not the same ideologies whatsoever. Wheaton is like an ultra-conservative college. Yeah. yeah. Very Christian. Oberlin is like a very hippie college. Build your own college. college. Build your own college. Two of our friends went to Oberlin, and I don't think we could compute how that worked. Like, we were not nice about it because we were like, what even is this college? So, my junior year, I applied, or I was like... Cause I did all my application junior year or whatever. Um, and I applied to pretty much like every big football school out of state. Bama and LSU. Yeah, I, applied all those. I ended up almost getting like an, almost a free ride to LSU. I remember but that. I, didn't, I remember. I didn't want to go. Cause it was like a, it was like a 15 hour, 20 hour drive from home. Yeah. But it's red stick, man. Yeah. It was in red stick and Baton Rouge, but I didn't want to be that far away from home. And honestly, I'm glad I didn't go to LSU. Um, I, I've known some people from there now and it's just like not a great place to be. Um, it's not Bama. It's not. Yeah. I would, I would have gone to Bama. Uh, I think I got into Bama. I did not get into Florida. I did get into Florida state. I did get into Ohio state. I would not have gone to any of but those. But then I was like, was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, think, thanks to the thing my parents set up. God bless. Love them for it. If I go to school in Virginia, like a state school in Virginia, I don't have to pay tuition. 529 plan. It was before the 529 plan. It worked a little bit differently. Um, 529 plans are crap, honestly. But that's a whole different topic. But anyway, so I, I decided I wanted to go CNU my senior year. I got in, like, early admission, but, like, not the binding one. So, like, I still had a chance to change my mind. But I didn't really tell anybody where I was going. I was just like, I haven't really heard yet. Like, whatever. And then they put the things up on the wall of, like, where everybody's going to school after they graduate. And I was going to CNU, and so was Tyler. And we just hadn't talked about it. Yeah, and it was you and me and one other person. By the way, shout out HCAP. You're the best. Um, Hannah Kaplinger was the third. Wonderful person. Um, And I remember... I like the only school I was interested in was Elon University, which is like a hundred miles directly south from where I'm sitting right now. And it's this really beautiful private Christian college that has a really nice music department. And it was where our band director went. And I looked up to that guy like he was a god because he played like jazz trumpet and he was this great performer. And I was like, I'm going to do that. That's going to be me. Uh, and so I went and toured. I got in and I didn't get the financial aid I needed. And at the time, my dad was working at a private school and there was like a network of private schools where if I went there I would have gotten free tuition and up until the year I would have started at Elon they were on that list so I didn't get the financial aid I needed and the day I got my financial aid information was also the day of my audition for the Christopher Newport music department and I told my mom I was like mom we're not going to CNU because I'm gonna go to Elon and if I need to help figure out a way to get the scholarships to be able to go then I'll just do that And she was like, well, why don't we check out this last school? And we went to CNU, and it is like a building-for-building recreation of Elon University in North Carolina. It is beautiful. It is is quite the impressive campus. CNU? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is amazing. And uh, I went into the music department where I didn't know anybody, um, but I liked that Dr. Reimer was a brass player. He played tuba. And he made me laugh in my interview, or in my audition, and... Uh, the guy that they had just hired to teach trumpet, I only knew the name of because there was a video from the company that made his trumpet where they were like dipping it in the gold 
plating and then they showed on the screen for like a second the receipt for whose trumpet it was and it said Kelly Rossum on it. I did not know that. Yeah. That was the Monette. It was the Monette. He was a heck of a trumpet player. That dude is amazing. When we, when we, just when we had gotten to CNU, they had just hired like an impressive group of faculty members. Yeah. Yeah. They just hired him. They just hired the Satterwhites and Dr. Falvey. Dr. Falvey was an amazing player. Terrible marching band director. Terrible marching band director. He just didn't share opinions about what a college marching band should be like with most of the world. Especially not with Ethan and I. Especially not with Ethan and I. We quit marching band after the first year because honestly the thought of going to band camp made me want to quit college entirely. (laughs) <laughs> but that's again we're getting into college yeah so i went and i auditioned at cnu i got into their music department i got into the school i got i guess decent financial aid i remember i i went to a scholarship luncheon for the friends of music scholars and uh i lost that when i dropped the music major but yeah we went to the same school without really knowing about either of us applying to that school because i didn't say anything about it because all the J- the virginia tech people would be like oh man you're not going to virginia tech and i don't really know what's wrong with you like why wouldn't you do that especially since you got in and I didn't want to get it, go to JMU because it was, like, known for being just a huge party school and, like, a waste of time. I didn't go to JMU. I didn't get into JMU. JMU is the only school I applied to I didn't get into. You didn't get into the music program. I didn't get into either. Oh, well, okay. I just knew, I, I knew that you didn't get into the music program. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was, like, I knew the that... music program to go to. At the... um, and I didn't want to go to Radford. Honestly, I didn't want to go to Radford or Tech because they were really close to home. It's like I wanted to be a little bit outside of the valley. Right. Yeah, I, wanted, I didn't want to be able to come home for dinner. Exactly. Uh, and turns uh, out I mean, Blacksburg's far enough away that, like, I would not have come home for dinner. Oh, I would have, but... It's a real pain in the butt to get to Blacksburg. I used to do it, like, twice a week. It's awful, but... But, uh, yeah, that's, I mean... So Ethan and I went to the same school. But then even when we went to the same school, we sat down and we were like, okay, so we're, like, We're gonna go make our best own friends. friends. Well, we're gonna go make new friends. We're gonna go do our own thing, so... It didn't work. It did for a little while. That first semester, yep. <clears throat> But it turned out the guy that I lived with that I thought was the bee's freaking knees, and to this day is a very cool person, um, did not like living with me or like me as much as I liked him. Because apparently I was like really rude and super messy and kind of a jerk. You can't see, but I'm air quoting all these things, but they're not really air quotes. They're, I really was all of these. I just, I had a lot of problems in my freshman hall that I didn't realize I had until like I went home for winter break and i was just like man i'm hanging out with the wrong people and like a lot of them had they had their friend groups and i was like the outlier of that one not the outlier but like on the very edges right right and then when they when we left freshman year it's like nobody wanted to talk to me again after that except for a couple people yeah but we lived together the next four years so yeah we did so like i said worked our separation worked really well real real well yeah we i think the greatest thing that ever happened to us though was the email we got after freshman year Going into our sophomore year, they we were planning on sharing a room, and then Phil and Sean would share a room. Right, because we were going to live in Potomac. And then, we got and then we'd have a shared into an common space in James River, and we had. And they, yeah, three, they text, three, sent us an three, email, and they were like, bedroom. "Yeah, they were like, we we moved it around. Hope this is okay. You're now in James River Hall. You have three single beds and right. one double room. How do you want to divvy everything up?" And what ended up happening was I stayed in a room, Ty stayed in a room, Sean stayed in a room. That was his and Phil's room. Phil stayed in his girlfriend's room. And future professional gamer Will Hartman that we lived with. Uh, that man had his own Wikipedia page about playing League of Legends, by the way. But he uh, dropped out he of He dropped out of college because he didn't take any classes. Because he was playing League of Legends all day, making tons of money. Yeah, I remember the RA came and was like, hey, have you seen Will? And we're like, no, not really. I don't think he came back. And she was like, oh, well, yeah, he was only taking one class anyway, so he's getting kicked out of housing. <laughs> so we're like, okay. We saw him like three times anyway. Yeah, and then Phil moved into his Phil room. Phil moved into his room. Yep. Still never saw Phil. Played a lot of Borderlands that year. We did. Borderlands 2 came out and tried to 
destroy my GPA. Succeeded, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, was, it was not as successful as World of Warcraft freshman year of high school. My thing with World of Warcraft, I never paid for World of Warcraft, so I never got I to like level 20. But I knew just from the trials that they offered that if I paid for it, I would get my money's worth. World of Warcraft is like a problem. We started the the semester after March May, like so second semester freshman year of high school. And it's like everybody got it except Tyler because his parents were like, no, we're not paying for an online video game, you idiot. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That was smart. Yeah. We're like, we already paid for Xbox Live. We're not giving you this too. Yeah. Smart. Again, like, would have loved that <laughs> if my parents were like, no, you can't do World of Warcraft for a whole year. So we did that. And man, it was like I would get home from school do my homework in like 30 minutes and then play World of Warcraft until 4 a.m. Every day. I was just, I was so tired going to school. Like we'd be up raiding until like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, play my, on my school laptop via an external hard drive. Oh yeah. Rename it to notepad. Yep. Yep. Oh man. High school. High school. What a time. Anyway, those are some stories from our childhoods. Yeah. If there's anything else you want to know, let us know. We'll do more of these. We can do more of these. We can do Patreon exclusives of these. Or we can do more focused episodes, anything you want. Just shoot us a message somehow. You know how to get us. It's in the description. Yeah, all the places. Hope this was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And, I don't know, until next brunch, I've been Ethan Etchill, and he's been Tyler Carlin, and uh, Arriva Derchi. All my friends are anemones. <laughs>